Lock us in. Load us in. Pop in that A-track. Spin the tape. Here we go. Hey now, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show. It's Matt and Nick, and yes, Pete's here too. And guess what? He saw the vet last week, and she doesn't think he's going to die. So good for him, even though he kind of looks like he still has a very, very severe case of HIV. So anyways, we're here. This is our uh, special topic Star Wars Time Show. It's not the Friday show where we do our thing, our fandom stuff, and we talk about some of the bitching ass radical star wars photographers or artists out there that nick covers in his top five posts each week this is when we kind of just sit down and chat and speculate and maybe make up our own rumors or our own topics just to enjoy talking about star wars in particular star wars that hasn't come yet because that's my favorite thing to do and i know nick loves it too it's all about speculating it's all about building little worlds in our head based on little bits of footage and information we've gotten over the past few weeks after rise of skywalker was announced so yes we're talking rise of skywalker again on another special topics cast this is going to make i think three for three right nick we did what palpatine palpatine we did we did the title theories before that and yep. now we're going to do one from uh, Nick himself. Uh, we also talked about Nick's other theory he put out, I think, a week or two ago. We we talked about that on our last proper Star Wars Time Friday show. So we are cranking out the theories. Uh, I wish we could do more, but you know what? We both have other duties in life to attend to. I went ahead and broke my fucking hand this weekend, so it's extremely hard for me to do any sort of theory crafting that requires typing on a keyboard. Because uh, I kind of look like a monkey trying to fuck a banana typing. <laughs> it's just, it's not pretty. It doesn't work out well. And usually most of what I type ends up looking like I just started smacking the keyboard. You know, like that. Just rolling his face stuff. across the keys. Yep. Exactly. But, uh, you know, maybe that'll compel me to do some more videos because there was something that came out today I kind of wanted to talk about. We did. We were one of the first people to get it out there, but it was on our little website that I don't think a lot of people look at. That's fine. As long as you're listening, we're cool. As long as you're watching videos on YouTube, we're cool. All right. You guys cool. All right. We're cool. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I'm going to go ahead and let Nick introduce it since it's his baby. But he cooked up a theory for what possibly could be the initial MacGuffin used in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker to kind of bring the Resistance and the First Order together. Because as we've been hearing and we, we've speculated on some rumors that there may be two MacGuffins in The Rise of Skywalker. There's going to be the first one that kind of kicks everyone off into the journey to go find the second one. Exactly. Uh, so Nick went ahead and, you know, meditated. He became one with the Force, put his robe on, and he came up with what he thinks is going to be the MacGuffin that kind of gets the party started in The Rise of Skywalker. So I know I'm usually King Gasbag here, but I'm going to go ahead and let Nick lead this discussion, and I'll chime in when, when I have some comments. But uh, I think it's, it, it's a good theory. It's one I, I would like to see. 
I do not believe have have these been mentioned in live action yet, Nick? Never. Prequels? Never. Did so they? yeah, the the holocron is what we're talking about here. And for people who are familiar with Star Wars expanded universe, whether it be through video games, um, comic books, novels, holocrons are very common. But like you said, Matt, never really made their way into the live action. Uh, movies we've seen them in tv series the primary picture that i use for this article is of ezra from star wars rebels holding a sith holocron that you know could corrupt him at some point in in the show's history but these these holocrons are very interesting because what they do is they allow force users to essentially store information they allow them to you know it's almost like a video recorder it's almost like a like a force um, you know, hard drive. I mean, hard drive. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a living, not living, but it, it's as Nick said. I mean, these things are they're like data cubes. They they can store as much information as the Jedi or Sith wants to jam into it. And as Nick said, they do have, they they kind of have built-in hollow projectors, right? Like if you want to yep. watch the memories, you can almost have them project out of it. Yeah. So you you've seen these a lot in in the video games, TV shows, novels. Um, comic books never in the movies and what i think is really intriguing and what really makes this a good candidate for our initial macguffin is that this macguffin is supposed to lead to the big one to the actual crux of the story within rise of skywalker which at this point nick do you think this is going to be the the second thing's going to be the the palpatine reveal or uh, he's back or, or are you kind of thinking this leads into that yeah, I, I think that this this holocron could pertain could you know contain information that leads to Palpatine, whether it be his his final resting place, whether it be the place of his eventual resurrection or his planned resurrection. So let me lay out the theory for you here. So we know and we've heard from multiple sources, first coming out of making Star Wars that there was going to be this MacGuffin that's going to bring both sides together. As in, they're both looking for it. They both find this thing so important that they have to get there. The Resistance has to stop the First Order from getting to it. The First Order has to have it in order to further their plans to, to you know, reign tyranny across the galaxy. To me, the Holocron fits this perfectly because, one, it if it is something that is important to the First Order... It, it has to be information. And with the reveal of Palpatine through the trailer, in my mind, this information has to come from Palpatine. If we look at him as a Sith Lord, and we've talked about him a lot recently. You talked to, uh, about Palpatine a lot when you were talking about his resurrection theories or how he could come back into the galaxy in our last special topic podcast. If we look at Palpatine, we know that he was obsessed with Sith history, dark side history. He he kept Sith relics in these bunkers that we talked about that were destroyed in Operation Cinder. He was uh, he was absolutely obsessed with learning information about the the past of the Sith. We heard his tale that he told in Episode Three uh, around his former master Darth Plagueis and, and gaining the power to live beyond death. In my opinion, this MacGuffin will be a Palpatine Sith holocron in which he stored information to give to his followers that would lead to his eventual 
reemergence into the galaxy, whether that be a full-on resurrection or a, you know, an essence transfer like we were talking about before, transferring his essence into these other places or these other beings to ensure that he lives. This holocron could be the key to leading the First Order to Palpatine's eventual reemergence into the galaxy. And so, so do you think the First Order or maybe Kylo, they're going to be the ones that, that find this holocron first and the Resistance going to get wind and they're just going to kind of tag them and see where it takes them? I think based off of what we've seen so far in the trailers, which isn't much, I mean... We know that, you know, there's theories out there that, that somebody, one side is chasing the other. One side is, is trying to keep up with the other one. And if that's the case, then I do think, I think you're, you're spot on that Kylo catches wind of this first because he, of course, is looking for any sort of dark side information, dark side power that he has not obtained yet. And a, a, a holocron from Emperor Palpatine, from Darth Sidious himself, would be perfect, would be the exact thing that Kylo is looking for. He ran and, and led the Empire for, you know, how long? 40 years almost? I mean, you had the oh, entire yeah, easy. yeah, he's a pimp. He's the best Sith that we've ever known in, in canon. So, Which has been bolstered by the fact that the motherfucker's coming back. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I... I I still can't get over that reveal and that th- this is where we're headed and rise. And, and it, it, this is a good thing. I'm not upset. I'm not like, oh, that's ridiculous. It's just I, it, a million years if you're like, hey, man, just give me something random that you think is going to happen in the Rise of Skywalker. Never would I have said, oh, you know, Sheev's going to come back. Yeah, not ever. No way. I mean, what even, I, I was like reaching for, oh, maybe it's the fucking Yuzan Vong or some shit coming in or the Knights of Ren are going rogue. We don't even know who the fuck they are, but whatever. Never was I sitting here thinking, yeah, you know what? I could totally see Palpatine coming back in episode nine. Yeah, when we, <laughs> no way. When <laughs> so. we heard about like, you know, this idea of a an outside force, yeah, our first thought was, is it aliens? Is it Yuzan Vong? Is it, you know, exactly. the Knights of Ren? Like everything that you covered, but like with it being Palpatine now and knowing Palpatine as a Sith Lord, this it makes perfect sense for him to have recorded things like this. He would plan for his death. Like you mentioned in previ- in our previous special topics cast when we we're talking about him, he would have had a plan in place for his death. Oh, he did. I mean, that, that's what Operation Cinder is. It yeah. was his his failure plan. I mean, he, he put it out there like listen if if you assholes make me lose you all need to blow this shit up and we're starting over yep and and look where it's led i mean it it makes sense now i know obviously this canon didn't exist when george did jedi but it's all making sense with the new canon and the and the world building that's going on here the empire failed him he only expects the best he knew it was coming i mean he can see the future he he had this cinder plan in place and now look what has arisen out of the ashes of the empire yeah and i the, think the first order which is already more powerful at least their mega weapon was than than the empire i mean it, it, the first time we meet these motherfuckers nick they take out an entire fucking system yeah not they, just they don't one even fuck planet. around with negotiating they just blow up the new republic yeah Fuck the New Republic. They blow it to smithereens. Like, it's not even... You can't even find pieces of it anymore. Right. So they're, they're much more hardcore than, than the Empire. Yeah. So the, so what I'm putting forward here is, yes, we've had Operation Cinder. We've seen that play through in the Battlefront 2 storyline. I think that his 
holocrons. Not just one. I think that this is probably one of many, and that's what leads them on the chase. They find one that leads to another, that leads to another, that leads all, to the all eventual. by his design. That's eventually going to lead to his or the person that's possessed by him, so he can potentially jump into a stronger exactly force body, either Ray or Kylo, probably right. Exactly. So okay, these now let, let me throw yeah. this at you. Could you see it possibly that Ray or the Resistance? gets wind of the holocron first and then kylo is kind of chasing them i could definitely see that the only reason that i think hmm, that that like i position it as kylo finds it first is just because of the way that the death star graveyard scene is positioned in the trailer because right. well and he's much more in, infatuated with dark side history lore yeah. artifacts I mean, at this point, unless Ray and Leia sat down, all all Ray really knows about the Imperial era is hearsay and legend, right? Yeah, exactly. Just what what she's heard from from Luke, if she's heard anything. I, I was just throwing it out there. I mean, I I, I, think I do think it probably it's would be. I mean, it would make sense that Kylo would be the one that would probably stumble upon it, considering his obsession with the the Sith and the dark side. But it, it would be interesting if that's somehow the resistance kind of gets an upper hand on this much, much, much larger force. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we've been told it's not going to be much more than a year after TLJ. So it's not like the resistance is going to be even remotely built back up. I mean, they're not going to have the numbers that the Rebel Alliance did. Uh, so this could be something that maybe they're going after because they know it could change up the, the, the landscape here against the First Order. Yeah, and if you think about it from that perspective, the Resistance getting it first, if that was the case and Kylo knew about it, like if they both found out about it, Kylo was going for it, but then the Resistance gets it first, and then he's chasing them, he would leave a wake of destruction in his path like you've never seen. And and we've seen, I mean, he looks unhinged as fuck. Yeah, so... That image, the one that you're talking about, that scene that we saw in the forest with him just obliterating oh, yeah. anything in front of him, that could take place if he is the one who's behind. Yeah, he's he just maniacal, like, I need to get that from her, the girl. Well, yeah. here's another one I just thought about, Nick. What if one or the other discovers it, then the other discovers it through their connection through the force? That could be, Because, yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about these force flash f- fights we know that these two have been connected through the Force through Snoke. I mean, maybe their own powers now, they're, they're, that they're still a little bit of a pipeline connected. You know, what if Rey stumbles upon it and that reawakens the pipeline and Kylo sees it through Rey or sees Rey picking it up just like they could see each other in TLJ? Oh, yeah. And then the, either it could be either or, and then that's what spurs the other one to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that that's a perfect idea. And if it is, like... If it is Kylo, if it is Kylo who's the one who's like, fuck, this girl found this before me, again, like, it gets him in that mindset. Exactly. Feeling but like then, a loser, hating yeah. himself, hating her. Yeah, because, I mean, and it, it could, but like you said, it could be flipped. It could be that Kylo, you know, Rey is deep in meditation. She's learning. She's trying to immerse herself in the Force. And then she sees this vision of Kylo exactly. finding this, exactly. this artifact. That could make him more powerful than anything right. you could imagine. Exactly. You know, so you could almost flip what Obi-Wan said to, you know, or take what Obi-Wan said to Vader, you know, striking me down, you know, I'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine and apply it to Palpatine. Because now if he can pull this plan off, 
this plan of transferring his essence into another living being, he would be in that position. Like we all know that Palpatine after episode three was in a very degraded state. He wasn't in a powerful body. And that's what he is seeking. He was all at. busted ass anyways. I mean, you could always go back to Rots and be like, did he purposely let himself get disfigured by Mace just to play on Anakin's sympathy or something? Exactly. Uh, but, I mean, he, I, I think eating a lot of that lightning wasn't good for his health. Definitely not. I mean, it, it, it fundamentally changed his fucking appearance, right? Yeah. He went from, like, just an old guy to a, a white, wrinkly, yellow-eyed freak. Yeah, just completely melted human being. That and he like, even—I mean, he even uses it. So I'm dumb. I mean, obviously he did it on purpose because he's even in the Senate when he basically is like, "I'm going to be the emperor," and they're all like, "Yeah." Yeah, he's like, he's I, like, "Look, they fucked me up." Yeah, yeah they've left me <laughs> scarred and deformed, and it did. It played to his favor because it showed, like, look at the brutality of the exactly. Jedi. Like, right. so I mean, I mean, Palpatine. Honestly, I, I never really liked him. Because as a little kid, I, I fucking hated the guy for what he was doing to Luke. Yeah. Like, I've never been able to forgive him for the lightning stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but I, as I've gotten older and, and just really realized what this guy has achieved, he is one of... I know everyone's like, oh, Vader's the best movie villain of all time. But if you really think about it, it, it almost has to go to Palpatine, especially when we're talking about the Star Wars universe. Oh yeah, master strategist. And this falls perfectly in line with it. With the master strategist gameplay I mean, he'll, he'll be going at it for plan. almost 100 years at this point. Yeah, I mean, his contingent plan is in place. And, you know, if you've seen or if you've read or if you've played any of these games with holocrons in them, then you know how powerful they can be. Just looking back on... Um, you know, the Darth Bane trilogy of books that I read extensively and I truly loved, he essentially, Darth Bane went on a mission to find all of these holocrons of ancient Sith and gather as much information as he could to become as powerful as possible. And that's where he found out about this essence transfer deal, like the ability to live forever, just like Palpatine's trying to do. It all came from holocrons. And now, you know, we're looking for something in this movie. If we're trying to find something, like what could be an item that could lead to or give information on this greater story arc that plays out throughout the entire film, a holocron's the perfect thing to hold it. It has all the information you need in it. It could lead you on a on a gallivant across the galaxy to find others and then ultimately lead you to your climax, lead you to the thing that is going to you know, change the Star Wars galaxy forever. Um, so yeah, I mean, and you know, within the post I've put, you know, pictures and images in there to show that, that holocrons have been here forever. I mean, like going even back to Knights of the Old Republic days, you know, 3000 years before, I, you know, did, did Jocasta new even mention them by name, at least in clones in the I, attack I, of the clones. No, she never yeah, mentioned they the go holocron. to a library. And I feel like Obi-Wan is pulling holocrons out of like the stacks of holocrons when he's looking for Camino. Yeah. I don't think she, she mentioned them. Like she mentioned the star map and everything like that. Yeah, I, but, I, I can't remember either, but those are holocrons, right? Which he, yeah. what he's pulling out the little of their square boxes. There. Yeah. 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 Those are holocrons, which is where like their data repositories. And if you, yeah, look so at, I, I, I mean, I think this is this isn't a reach at all. I mean, it, it's been established, as Nick said, these 
holocrons have been established in Star Wars lore for decades now. I, I, I know we've seen them in clones, even if they weren't referenced by name. Uh, so, yeah, it, it would make a great MacGuffin because it would be a little bit of fan service for nuts like you and me. It'd be like, oh, Holocron, and other people that don't know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they'd be like, holy shit. Like, it's not like, course. oh, yeah, by the way, Darth Plagueis has been the bad guy all along. And people yeah. are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's just like, you know, within the Star Wars galaxy where you have the ability to jump to fucking light speed and, and go between planetary systems, of course you would have the ability to... Um, you know, store information like this. Like that's that's. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> Palpatine. By the time Rise rolls around, will be close to 130 years old. Wow. Okay. He died when he was 88, or supposedly died when he was 88. Yeah. He uh, his he he suffered a bodily death at 88. That's actually <laughs> how they put it, dude. Like, if you look at like Star Wars Wikipedia and stuff like that, and you look at these ancient Sith lords who. Um, who had their, you know, their, essentially they died, they would put, you know, physical death one year. And then if their spirit was killed, like spirit purging is a different year. Like for example, Exar Kun, Exar Kun was this famous Sith Lord back in the day that even predated Revan. He has a spiritual death and he has a physical death. So, I mean, this would apply to Palpatine too. Like if at the end of this movie we get to it and they kill his spirit he would have a physical death of what, you know, six ABY, and then he would have a spiritual death of whatever this is, fucking 66 ABY or whatever year this place or this Are, movie. They still place. rock an ABY in the, in the new trilogy? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would assume well, You'd so, have right? to. I mean, you would think. I mean, what would, what would be your... It's after the Battle of Yavin, I guess they could just say, like, okay, you know, we've moved past the, the Imperial and the, the days. Yeah, I don't know if they would, the like... That generation of people would look at the Battle of Jakku probably bigger than the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, I mean, ABJ. This is all silly shit. This is what we do, people. (laughs) We're we're sitting here worried about, are they using ABY still in fucking fake land? Yeah, exactly. But hey, that's that's what we do. We we speculate and we pretend like this stuff is real. So this is important shit. Is it ABY or is it ABJ? I think it's probably still Battle Yavin. It's like their ADBC stuff. You still there, Nick? Do we have Nick? We might have lost Nick, but I think we were almost done anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. We always appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to the Star Wars Time Show. Sorry about that little glitch right there. Who knows? Um, Yeah, his power just went out, so... It's all good. Nick's still alive. He didn't explode. But as always, we appreciate every one of you guys, girls, hopefully not little kids yet because we we like to use bad words every once in a while. Uh, So anyways, keep it coming. We've been seeing the feedback. We've been seeing the DMs. We've been seeing some ratings, some reviews, new subscribers on YouTube. By the way, just go to StarWarsTime.net. That's where you can find all of our links for subscribing to the podcast, which is on Spotify now. So you can grab that from StarWarsTime.net, top right, how to subscribe. You'll find it. You can hit our YouTube channel in there as well. We need subscribers. And if you are watching our videos, make sure to hit that like button because that will help us get more people to see things. And maybe they'll like us. Maybe they'll hate us. It doesn't matter. We just want people to know about star wars time because there's always time for star wars time there's always time for star wars time look at that we even got a jingle now all right my friends 
Until next time, may the Force be with you, always. <laughs>